0: Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime.
1: Big stories and even bigger guests. This is The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network.
0: Emails to Roy at RoyGreenShow.com. Twitter is at the Roy TheRoyGreenShow, and you can read my blog on uh, your favorite chorus radio station, likely where you're listening to this program now. So what is and what should be the role of specialized military units in combating terrorism? When we look at this country, and we must safeguard our country as well, we're no more immune than anyone else. We do have an additional opportunity, though, and we're going to speak about that with uh, Lieutenant Colonel Steve Day, the former commanding officer of Joint Task Force 2, JTF2, Canada's counterterrorism special forces unit. And uh, what JTF-2 can do that many others cannot, as far as the law is concerned, in their individual countries is JTF-2 is able to operate inside Canada as well as outside our borders. Colonel Day has told us this in the past. Colonel Day, good to have you back with us. And, And what are you detecting when you look at what's going on? You see London last night. Two weeks ago it was Manchester. Prior to that it was London again. And we have the international terror attacks as well. Are these attacks on a steady pattern of increase? Are you detecting something?
1: Yes, good afternoon, Roy. Um, yeah, as we've talked about in, in the past, I think many times, uh, what we're seeing is just a continued, continued low boil in the background of disenfranchised individuals that will continue, quite honestly, to exploit Western society's freedoms. And, and this is not something that is going to go away any time in, in the, over the short term, for, for sure. We're going to see more of this, there's no doubt in my mind
0: and what would you be doing now if you were directing security in london and in the uk what would you be doing and i spoke earlier with uh with our global news correspondent in uh in london just a few minutes ago and i brought up the issue that we have returning fighters british citizens who went to uh, syria and signed up and fought alongside uh, isis right back members of ISIS, and then they return home and they still have that ideology, probably even more firmly entrenched. So if you're in charge of security in London and the UK, and you're looking at preventing these sorts of situations in Canada, what are you doing?
1: Well, it's a great question, Roy, and I think it goes back to what you and I again have talked about in the past, and it was refreshing to finally hear a politician, in British Prime Minister uh, Theresa May make the comment that they've got to go back and relook at their counter-terrorism, their anti-terrorism strategy. And until you get a strategy that has got political support and then you appropriately resource it with the men and women and the tools to do the job, and then most importantly from a a Western perspective, we build a legislative and rules-based framework around it, there's not much that our existing security apparatus can do. So the fact that the British are looking at this thing, you know what, we have to change our approach is finally for me a refreshing message to hear from the political level and I really wish here in Canada we could have the same type of dialogue about how do we empower the appropriate whole-of-government approach to get in front of these issues and stay in front of them.
0: So this is, to the best of your understanding, this isn't going on in Canada at present.
1: Well it it is going on but again we we are playing catch-up. So don't get me wrong, we, we are fortunate to live in a tremendous country It is a rules-based society. We have the law enforcement, the intelligence, and the military operating within the constraints that the government of Canada has asked them to operate within. But the reality is to get in front of of these lone wolves, these small cellular, either mass murderers or terrorist networks, means you need to empower the law enforcement, the intelligence community, and I would argue the special operations community to do um, maybe preventative arrests or discussions with individuals who are spreading extremist points of view. And right now, that is a legislative, legal problem that I can just imagine on the left and the civil libertarian are starting to pull their hair out when I say something like that. But the reality is civil liberty, prosperity, safety, and security are not mutually exclusive domains. In the West, they are all interlinked. So this is not a civil liberty or security conversation. It's a civil liberties and security, safety, and prosperity conversation. Yeah,
0: and Colonel Day, that is going to be driven by the people of Canada. Uh, the politicians will have to follow. If there's a reluctance to approach this, if there's a reluctance to set aside political correctness, the people of Canada will make that very, very clear to the politicians, and they will have no choice but to follow.
1: Well, uh, and I'm not convinced, quite honestly, that the people of Canada um, understand the, the gravity of the situation and understand what needs to happen, because, you know, and using the, the, the current language around fake news, we're having a hard time in, in the West in having an informed and non-emotive discussion about how do we secure ourselves and make ourselves safe and prosper in the 21st century. We have a very hard time having that conversation because sometimes the uninformed are putting out opinions to the ill-informed, that are in some cases knee-jerk reactions, which are not allowing those that, with the knowledge, to get on to do what they need to do.
0: That's frightening. The uninformed influencing the ill-informed. That's a that's a dangerous combination. Colonel Day, you, you have a a company, uh, Reticle. Tell us about what it is you're doing at Retical, and are you engaged in uh, uh, advising private organizations on the security matter? What do you do with the com- at the company?
1: Yes, yeah, so the, with RETICLE, we've got a bunch of um, networks of former national security subject matter experts. So whether that is individual security, like you said, for private individuals, public corporations or uh, private corporations, we offer training and advice to those folks to allow them to live and prosper, if you will, in the 21st century. We, we do some cyber work. We do physical training. We do driver training. We just tell folks how to survive uh, if they happen to be traveling. And uh, we do security audits. We do a number of different things. And we, uh, the other side of the coin is we also do some experiential uh, opportunities, teaching folks how to safely handle firearms, for example, or other vehicles, or, again, how to, how to move through a third world.
0: Yeah, Important to this time, this particular time, as people become increasingly nervous, which is understandable, in the minute we have left, what would you advise the normal person who may be feeling vulnerable to do in the short term?
1: Well, what I would suggest in the, in the short-term is just to be aware of your surroundings and not to look for ghosts under every rock, but just, just to be aware when you're moving through 21st century environment and specifically those spots that are known as soft targets, like we've seen concerts, uh, um, public events of any sort. If something just doesn't seem right, just be vigilant and then be looking out. If something was to go wrong, what are my avenues of escape? If I needed to escape immediately, or to get cover if I had to gain cover immediately,
0: Colonel Day. Thank you so much for the time. And what's the web uh, website for Retical? Uh,
1: the RETICLE website, uh, yeah, www.retical.ca.
0: And uh, Roy, thank you very much for being on your show again. Now always good talking to you. It's uh, it's reassuring. Thanks, Colonel Day.
1: Okay, have a
0: great day, uh, Lieutenant Colonel Steve Day, the former commanding officer for Joint Task Force Two, and that's considered in the special operations community globally. Our Canadian JTF-2 is considered to be in the top two or three in the world. And um, Colonel Day has uh, this new company that he started, uh, R-E-T-I-C-L-E, Reticle. When we come back, Dr. Christian Luprecht, professor of political science and studies at Queen's University and the Royal Military College, is a monk senior fellow in security and defense at the Macdonald-Laurier Institute. And we'll talk to uh, Christian about yesterday in London, and uh, he certainly had some significant criticisms of politicians as recently as after the Manchester attack. Stay with us.